EVGA is completely done with NVIDIA. YouTube wants to give you 10 ads before watching a video and GTA 6 got leaked. Oh, it was a big weekend, my friends. Welcome to Hot News. We're gonna go over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And today's top story is gonna be going over what exactly went on between EVGA and NVIDIA with the news breaking on Friday by Gamers Nexus, John Petty Research, and Jay's Two Cents all coming out with reports that EVGA is announcing that they are completely done with NVIDIA GPUs, which might bring up a lot of questions and hopefully I can try to answer them for you here in this little few minutes that I have to explain it all to you. But in case you want the deep dives on this, I'll leave links in the video description for you to check out Gamers Nexus's video on it. Essentially, what it comes down to is NVIDIA is in what could be amounted to an abusive relationship with their board partners and made it so that it was untenable and just kind of better for life in general to stop working with them, both from a financial side as well as from a stress side. So the CEO of EVGA put out his own statement saying that it's just become untenable for them to work with them and NVIDIA saying that they've had a great partnership with EVGA over the years and continue to support them on their current generation of products. They wish Andrew and their friends at EVGA all the best which sounds good, but EVGA is painting a much darker picture, saying that they stopped treating EVGA as a true partner over the years. NVIDIA stopped informing EVGA about new product announcements. They would not find out about the price of products until Jensen goes on stage and announces it himself and made it so that even with the current generation of cards, NVIDIA would drop their own prices on the Founders Editions while EVGA couldn't do that because of the prices that they were buying the cards for from NVIDIA themselves. And so they would be losing hundreds of dollars per card in this current generation in order to even keep pace with what NVIDIA is selling their own cards at. So lack of respect, lack of financial viability, and despite the fact that 75 to 80% of EVGA's revenues comes from graphics card sales, they have determined that it is not worth for them to continue. If that could just paint a picture at how bad the relationship must have gotten between EVGA and NVIDIA for them to say, you know what? You're not worth the stress. We're gonna go take the more profitable, less stressful modes, even though our business is gonna be cut down to a quarter of what it originally was. But EVGA is saying that they're gonna to continue to support the warranties on the current generation of cards for everybody who's purchased. You don't have to worry about that. They will have stock in order to make things right by you, but they will not be moving forward with the RTX 40 series. They did do some testing on some 4090s, so if you see any pictures of it, it just means that they were engineering samples, not something for you to check out. But I will say, this writing has been on the wall for quite some time, not even knowing the behind the scenes stuff of EVGA getting screwed over by NVIDIA, by not even knowing the price of the cards until they announce it. That's kind of butthole if you're in a partnership with a company, but just also the moves NVIDIA has been making when it comes to how they've sold their cards since I believe it's the nine to 10 series, there is a major shift. NVIDIA used to really rely on their partners to sell things, but in the last five to six years, has begun to vertically integrate their entire product stack, taking the Apple approach to things instead of just relying on a slew of companies to help them out. So in case you don't remember, with the 900 series cards, there were founders editions, but they were a limited run. You couldn't get them all of the time. It was really at launch and it was higher priced than everything else. With the 10th gen cards, like the 1080s, 1080 Ti's, Nvidia announced, hey, we're gonna be selling founders editions the entire time. AIB partners probably 
probably didn't like that that much because it would be taking sales from them. But to their credit, NVIDIA was like, but they're gonna be higher priced. It's it's a more premium product, you're not gonna like it. But as soon as NVIDIA did that, it became very clear that their game was to take over selling GPUs to the customers in the first place and not having to rely on the third party vendors. Because why let them make the profit if you can make it yourself? And so what we saw with the 20 series and the 30 series is NVIDIA is selling the Founders Editions all the time. The price is actually the same, if not cheaper, especially with the 30 series right now. If you go on to Best Buy's website, 3090 Ti Founders Edition selling for 1100 bucks. Meanwhile, the cheapest EVGA is closer to 1300 and EVGA is losing hundreds of dollars on that. So NVIDIA wants to control the entire product lineup. And I wouldn't be surprised in the next five to 10 years that NVIDIA is only selling Founders Editions, because if there's one thing that's become clear over the years, NVIDIA wants more profit. Jensen Wong is known for being very hard to work with and very controlling over his products to the point that Microsoft dropped them, Sony dropped them when it came to consoles, and the only company that's working with them in the console space right now is Nintendo, and that's because Tegra had an overstock and they didn't really have to work with NVIDIA on any R&D, and it was gonna be a smoother relationship. Or you can look at a company like Tesla. They're not known for being easy to work with either, but any company that has used NVIDIA in their product stack has moved on to different companies because they're easier to work with. And I don't necessarily see that changing. I wouldn't be surprised to see more companies pull out of what NVIDIA is doing, or potentially with tomorrow's announcement of the RTX 40 series, we could find out that NVIDIA is pulling some shenanigans with the 40 series that's gonna screw over their partners and make it so that NVIDIA's founders editions are the cards that you're gonna wanna buy. Which leads to the question of why doesn't EVGA work with a different company like AMD or Intel? In all of the interviews that EVGA did, they said that they would not explicitly not be working with AMD or Intel. They're done with GPUs entirely. However, speculating here, that reads more like a, we have an exclusivity agreement in our contract with Nvidia and we cannot be seen publicly entertaining any different options, even though we're gonna do it in about a year once this contract expires. That's potential speculation, don't necessarily expect them to get back into it. But if what EVGA is saying is true, that the profit on the NVIDIA cards is so low that it's actually financially better off for them to lose 75% of the revenue because they're not actually gonna lose that much profit, then it, they might not need to be in the GPU space altogether in order to stay afloat as a company because while revenue is nice, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna be able to keep your business going. So big news, big issues, NVIDIA hard to work with, NVIDIA not known for making the best decisions for everybody besides NVIDIA. Can't say that I'm shocked. I wasn't expecting it. EVGA was the number one partner with NVIDIA, but let me know your reaction to the news. What do you think of EVGA and NVIDIA splitting ways down below in the comments? But they're not the only company breaking up. Intel is breaking up with the naming scheme of Pentium and Celeron. They're gonna be cutting those low-end names, which is kind of sad that Pentium is now a low-end name. I remember when it used to mean something, but now it's just gonna be called Intel Processor at the low end. Process that while I bring you crypto stonks, okay? Bitcoin's down 2% on the day to be at 19,647, but let's check in on Ethereum. How is it doing ever since the proof of stake merge? And oh, it's not doing great. Down 6.3% to be at 1376, continuing its slide down. It was close to $1,800 a week ago. It was over two grand, not that long ago. It's not doing great. Dogecoin also down ever so slightly, 3% to be at 5.9 cents. And I'm down to hear what Reese has for crypto stocks. Everybody who's watching use a little bit more electricity for him because he's under stage six load shedding right now. 
I don't know how you do it, buddy. Actually, I don't even know if there was a UFD deals because he only has like four hours of electricity a day. Thanks, Reese. And I don't know where you're watching this YouTube video, but if you're watching it anywhere, YouTube's likely gonna redesign where you're watching it. New video page on mobile and the web gonna be rolling out soon with pill-shaped elements to create different containers for different things. Let me show you what I'm talking about. So if you look at the like to dislike thing over here, they changed it to be like a pill shape instead of like just the actual outlines, which I don't know if it's better or worse, I'm not a fan, especially like for the like and dislike, it kind of merges it all together, but they already got rid of the importance of the dislike button. So I, I don't know. Additionally, they're also gonna make it so that the comment, pinned comment and the description are more highlighted in that pill-shaped cutout with more contrast for you to be able to have your eyes grabbed to where we're gonna put our sponsor link when that happens. But another change that YouTube might be making is more ads because there's been testing going on where they're rolling out up to 10 unskippable ads in one break. YouTube coming out and saying that this is just testing to see how much can you tolerate? How much capitalism can we inject into your eyeballs before you get to watch your favorite creator? We gotta see it. Essentially, these six to 10 ads are only five to six seconds long, being so that they're between 25 and 50 seconds which is a lot sitting through 10 ads is quite a bit and especially if I'm an advertiser in that stack I would be thinking how effective is the return on investment when I'm the eighth ad and people are just like either getting up and going to the bathroom or not paying attention at that point like it just doesn't seem effective from even the advertisers point of view but then on like a semi I kind of get it note like the amount of advertising that's on YouTube is a lot compared to previous YouTube, but is not a lot compared to other forms of just viewership. If you go and watch a TV show for every 30 minutes of content, you're getting eight minutes of ads. And I don't think YouTube is on parody with that right now, but doesn't mean that they're not gonna try. And Intel trying to make things that aren't on parity with the past generation, the 13900K getting reviewed officially, unofficially, retail sample over in China coming out. And it turns out that roughly 13 to 14% better in single core on both performance and efficiency cores. It's 42% faster overall when it comes to the multi-threaded and in video games that are single-threaded. It's roughly 10% faster in games like CSGO getting up to 762 FPS. That is absurd. Absurd, but 13900K does indeed looking fast. And I'm gonna quickly go through these next few articles because we've got a lot to talk about about GTA 6. RTX 4090 getting pictured officially by Lenovo. We showed this one to you last week, but then their product manager came out and was like, ah, let me just show you it next to one of our laptops. And there you go, there's the 4090 next to it. It's big, it's thonking. It's 36 centimeters long. That's a lot, I think. And Galax showing off a couple of their GPUs. They've got a quad slot, quad fan, three fans on the bottom side, one fan on the top side. In case you don't believe that the 4090 is gonna be hard to cool, here, here's more evidence for you, but don't worry, Nvidia's gonna taint these relationships and make it so that they're gonna break up eventually anyways. And speaking of tainting things and leaks and all of that, oh man, whoever leaked this GTA 6 stuff, it's gonna be in for a rough time because there's an official leak of the GTA 6 gameplay being confirmed by Jason Trier that is indeed real. The footage is unfinished and early and it's one of the biggest leaks in Rockstar's history. It's 90 different videos of test builds of GTA 6 in case you wanna check it out for yourself 
itself. We're not going to be showing any of it here, especially since this is not officially released. Rockstar and Take-Two Entertainment have been notorious in taking down YouTube videos, even when there were games that are out there in the public. So we're not going to show a whole lot here, but essentially the leaker is coming from a hacker who says that they had access to a Rockstar employee's Slack account and they got data on source code and assets from GTA 5 and 6, as well as the test build itself. It's not quite clear how old these test builds are, or where the pictures are coming from, but it does appear that they were run on a GTX 1080 and an RTX 3060 Ti, and it looks completely unfinished. That's because it is. Just for comparison reasons, Spider-Man 2018, this is what it looked like in an alpha build, kind of where GTA 6 is right now in the pictures that we're seeing, and then this is what it looked like when it was finished. So alpha builds are not relevant to actually how the game will come out on launch, so don't necessarily take these leaks to mean anything about the quality of the game, but Take-Two Entertainment going out, rolling out the takedown requests on the videos that are hosting these leaks. We're not going to be showing you that here again for that reason. Hot News needs to stay up, but GTA 6 official my goodness, EVGA splitting ways with NVIDIA and GTA 6 getting leaked. I was not expecting that this weekend. It was a fire and brimstone type of news event while we took off for the weekend for hot news. So let me know what you think of the GTA 6 stuff. I, there's not much to gather from it besides the fact that like there's two protagonists, Nato. There are three in GTA 5. Let's just remember the fact that we just passed the ninth anniversary of GTA 5 that came out September 17th of 2013. Absolutely absurd, but we actually have a video coming out soon on where we remastered GTA 4 ourselves. That'll be coming out here on UFD Tech soon, so get subscribed for that. And that being said, I'm done with the tech news for today. I'll see you back here for more hot news tomorrow, my friends.